This podcast is a presentation of University of California Television. Like what you hear? Consider making a donation at uctv.tv slash donate so we can continue to bring you more great programs. We begin this concert with one of the great masterpieces of all chamber music and one of my personal favorites, Ravel's Mighty Piano Trio. Ravel wrote it in 1914, when the world was descending into the First World War, and rushed to finish it before enlisting to serve as an ambulance driver during the war. Ravel uses a dizzying array of influences. For example, the first movement is inspired by Basque dance rhythms, as well as absorbing influences from American jazz and Javanese gamelan. The ebullient scherzo is titled Pantum, which is a Malaysian verse form, and the moving slow movement of this trio is modeled on the Baroque form of a chacon, a repeating bass line that forms the foundation for a developing set of variations. Ravel closes the piece with a glittering and exuberant last movement that is an incredibly virtuosic display for all the players.
The clarinet is a relative newcomer to the woodwind world, and therefore there were not many clarinet pieces until Mozart wrote his immortal clarinet quintet, still considered amongst the finest chamber music pieces written for the instrument. Like Mozart, Brahms was inspired for his clarinet quintet by a specific player, in this case the clarinetist Richard Mühlfeld. Brahms had retired from composing at this late point in his career, but upon hearing Mühlfeld he was inspired to write a flurry of masterworks featuring the clarinet, including two sonatas, a trio, and this quintet considered one of his greatest works and a worthy successor to Mozart's quintet. These late pieces by Brahms for the clarinet really speak to this kind of sweet and sad quality that only Brahms writes with. The Mozart ends with this lightness, which is like, oh, we can all be happy at the end of the story. But the Brahms, I'm not sure we're happy at the end of the story, or if he's just kind of resigned to the end. And so the Brahms feels much more final. And to play the piece is an experience emotionally that is kind of like a gut punch, you know, because there's so many absolutely gorgeous, beautiful passages. And then there are those moments where you question everything. He throws everything at you in this piece. And so when you finish, as a performer, yes, I am pleased, I'm happy. But emotionally, I feel completely drained at the end of this piece. And so that's what actually makes the piece extremely powerful.
You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.com.